The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis. And for anything I'm trying to update in my wardrobe, I'm not trying to spend a small fortune. Let me tell you about Quince, because I just found a bikini, top and bottom, $50. High quality, $25 for the top, $25 for the bottom. There is a certain Australian shearling slipper that I've been looking for, and I found it for $50 on Quince. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lexi. Okay, I'm going to get a little sad girl for a second. But Mother's Day is around the corner. And if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is my life in a book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And My Life in a Book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M Y L I F E I N A b-o-o-k.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. Hello, hello everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. And what I had planned for this episode was going to be attitude. I've had a bit of a bad attitude the past three days. And that's out of character for me. So it left an impact. I'm one of the people that fortunately wakes up on the right side of the bed most days, looking on the bright side more often than not, finding silver linings effortlessly. I lean that direction. So when I'm not, and I'm being kind of, for lack of a better term, a bitch, and not being the nicest I think about it I wonder because it doesn't feel natural to who I am but of course human going to experience a range of emotions that I wanted to explore it because it'd been pretty consistent for the past three days where I just had kind of been a bitch and (laughs) I was assuming that I would wake up this morning feeling the same way and I was like great I'll be able to channel that particular moment and evaluated in live time. And then I woke up today feeling chill, easy breezy, beautiful. I feel pretty, uh, feel pretty good. Don't feel irritated, bothered by much. For example, I'm listening to an audiobook right now. I'm not much of an audiobook person. I much prefer reading the physical book. I would say as a general rule of thumb, I love an audiobook if it's being narrated by the author. I don't love it nearly as much if it's not. 
And so I just finished listening to Chelsea Handler's book, Life Will Be the Death of Me, and I thought it was fantastic. I loved hearing her words in her voice for the entire story. After I had finished that, I noticed that I had Fahrenheit 451 downloaded, and I've been wanting to read that. I don't know how I made it through my entire education without ever reading it, and it's not narrated by Ray Bradbury. Is Ray Bradbury even alive? All right, he died June of 2012 in Los Angeles. He was born in 1920, so he would be 103. I'm really going off on a tangent that I don't even care about. It's one thing to go off on a tangent and take a sidetrack if it's of my interest. This one, we're just gonna cut. The point is, Ray Bradbury isn't narrating Fahrenheit 451. It's some other man, and that was irritating me the past few days. I couldn't stand it. I was listening to it, but was I grumpy while listening to it? Yes. Today, was listening to it on the drive here. No problems. I don't love it. I definitely wouldn't recommend this. I definitely would have preferred to have read the book on page, but I already had it downloaded, so I understand why I did it. And then after this, I think I'm going to read Lovely Bones. So as soon as I finish Fahrenheit 451, that's next up. How long do I have left in it? 53 minutes. You know what I'll do? So I'm doing this soft 75 thing. It's very soft at the moment. But each day, I want 45 minutes of physical activity. So after this podcast, what I'll do before I drive home is I'll just walk around the Venice Canals, finish this book, feed two birds with one scone. Beautiful. Next order of business. If you listened to last week's episode all the way through, I mentioned having a, a missing for YouTube and a little craving to come back. I mentioned this in the very last few seconds of the episode at the time of recording I didn't know that I would actually go home that night and record a YouTube video and it felt so good I think it's one of my favorite YouTube videos I've made in quite some time I really feel that my natural self showed up as it as it does but in particular I feel really aligned with how that video came out and I would love you to watch it if you have any interest Lexi Lombard on YouTube. It's a chatty, catch-up style video, almost like a meta-reflection of me being on YouTube, discussing being on YouTube as a concept, being within like the square of the internet, but also having done that for 14 years, 15 years, something far longer than most people spend in any occupation, and it was it's just nuts to have people in the comments say, I watched you when you were in Virginia in high school. I watched your SAT prep video. I, you know, seeing things like that when now, I mean, even when I hear people that have watched me since I lived in LA the first time, that makes me happy. So when I hear that people have watched me since I was in Virginia, people that have watched me since I was in middle school and I'm 27 now. I know that parasocial relationships are this whole thing, but I will say, having done anything for 14, 15 years and knowing that someone was there since the beginning is something special. There is something special and unique about that relationship. And I don't want to dive into it too much because I want to think about it a bit more. It's something nuanced, of course, but there is something incredibly special about that especially as someone who has not been doing this as performance art 
it's been me the entire time and it is amazing that there are people in this world that have actually watched me grow up in lifetime that I've never met. That's, I feel the love. Sure, there's something, you know, confusing and negative about a parasocial relationship. I'm going to put that aside for a second and just say thank you. And that's amazing. And being on YouTube a week ago was really nice. And I don't want to give it up. There was a period there where I just needed some rest. Next order of business. Saturday was Earth Day. Love the Earth. It's one of the most, if not the most gorgeous planet we have in our solar system, and it's the one we inhabit. I almost said this is arguably the most beautiful planet we have in the solar system, but would we even say that it's worth arguing over? The other planets are cold and rocky, or they're made of gas. Like, we have rivers and mountains and oceans and, oh, deserts, and we have so much unique and vast and livable terrain so worth celebrating. So I ran a fundraiser with a brand, an outdoor women's brand called Half Days and One Tree Planted. I love One Tree Planted because every single dollar plants a tree. It's really simple what your money is going to. Every dollar. You donate $5, you just gave five trees. $10, 10 trees. I have a link for it in my Instagram bio. I also put a link for it in the show notes. And they take Apple Pay. They take PayPal. It's really easy. You can also select which continent you want the tree to go into, or you can just select plant it where it's needed. And it was fun to run a fundraiser. It was a fun fundraiser of whatever. But I highly recommend, you know, donate the price of your coffee today. Donate 10 bucks. Plant us 10 trees. I'm no expert, but I know methane gas and deforestation are two of the heavy hitters amongst climate change. And so... This one is obviously working towards reforestation. And I love how easy donating is these days. You don't need to write a check. I'm thinking about when my parents were younger and they'd want to donate. They'd have to write a whole check. I just have to double click the right button on my phone and it scans my face and then the money sends. <laughs> Feel good about yourself. Donate a dollar. Donate 10. Donate 100. Whatever you see fit. I'll have the link. Also, I was feeling so inspired to show all the pretty photos that I've taken in California. So I made an Earth Day post on Instagram, but specifically to California because I'm amazed every single day how gorgeous this city is. I don't think I've recorded an episode since I did a road trip up north. One of my best friends and I drove to San Francisco, and on the way back, we went down the PCH. I didn't know beauty like that existed so close to my home. I'm constantly trying to go to Malibu because that's the quickest taste of ocean beauty that I can get. And this was unbelievable. Big Sur, Carmel, Monterey. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm seeing these gigantic cliffs that fall into just endlessly blue water. It's so gorgeous. And then tree trunks that are, are the size of my friends and I making a group hug. I couldn't fathom how much beauty was so accessible. Even just farmland. I love just some rolling greenhouse. I love it. I love it so much. And I moved here last May, and that was one of my big goals to myself. I made a little when you move to California bucket list, 
And it was fun to look back on and be like, damn, you did all these things, except for randomly enough, I had reupholster a chair on there. I did not reupholster that chair. I just moved it out to the deck, and now it's an outdoor chair. I don't think that's how outdoor furniture works, but it's how it's working for me in my life at the moment. But that one wasn't important. We can knock her right off. Exploring California was number one, and that was the mistake that I made the first time around. I never left L.A. The first time I lived here, I barely left West Hollywood. You can see why I probably didn't love it out here. Where I haven't been that I want to go, I haven't been to San Luis Obispo. Technically, I believe I drove through it, but it was too dark to see. I want to go to Morro Bay. I want to go to Santa Barbara. I want to go to Lake Tahoe. I want to go to Sequoia, Death Valley. I still haven't been to Palm Springs. Also, ironically enough, in the last episode, I'd mentioned that I was listening to old 2017 favorites because Spotify makes playlists of your top listened to songs every year, and I was listening to 2017 on the way to record the last episode, and Frank Ocean frequented it. And this is all prior to the Frank Ocean Coachella ordeal. Say what you want. Damn, I would be so disappointed, though, if I bought the ticket to see him. Bought a Weekend 2 ticket? Oof. Nightmare. Because at least if you saw Weekend 1, you saw him. But he left a... He left a... That's going to be an unforgettable performance. That's a moment in time. Damn. I really don't have any thoughts about it because the live stream was cut. I wasn't there. I only have hearsay. I have some friends who are like, yeah, I loved it. Like, I got it. I have other friends hearing that being like, you got it? I don't think even Frank Ocean knew what he was doing. I don't think there was anything to get. He didn't get it. How did you get it? I don't know. But we're also going to be sucking his dick. We love him. Everybody does. (laughs) On TikTok, you can listen to different Frank Ocean songs and rank them. That's, I guess, a trend that's going on. Seeing where people rank Frank Ocean songs, people putting pyramids, lost, pink and white at the bottom. I'm sorry, Chanel should not be top three. I digress. What else is going on in my life? Let's do a quick little search through my camera roll. Went to Malibu on Earth Day. Great way to spend the day. Also, being at the beach and seeing helicopters fly, I felt like I was in Venice, bitch. What else went on last week? I don't know, I was mostly distracted because I was in such a cranky mood. Everyone was pissing me off. I thought that my besties that I live with were bothering me, and then they left the house, and even the birds were pissing me off. I was like, oh, got it. I'm the problem. (laughs) Biggest piece of advice that everyone should learn, when you start pointing fingers at everyone and everything around you, you're the problem. Finger needs to go towards you. 9.99999 times out of 10, if you think everyone's the problem, you're the problem. When you're pointing all around, point that finger at you. And that was a quick reminder. Because I was like, it's got to be everybody in the house. All my friends need to leave. My friends are pissing me off. And then they leave. And I'm still pissed off. It's me. It's me. But I got myself settled and nice and ready uh, for a fresh new week. The apartment has been cleaned. Everything looks nice and organized. I've done a ton of spring cleaning, donating, selling clothes. Oh, my God. Selling clothes to a consignment store. You're giving them like thousands of dollars worth of clothes and they're like, would you like $40 in cash? And they're like, no, I wish I just gave it away. $40 feels like a piss poor token of acknowledgement. I wish I just gave this to the homeless. Now I feel like a piece of shit about myself. I'm speaking kind of vulgarly today. I don't know what's up with that. It's so strange. I remember being a little kid and 
the excitement of cursing, I was like, wow, I'm a real adult. And as I've gotten older, I'm like, how childish. But sometimes expletives slip out and make the point. So is what it is. Separately, I just got a DM from my friend, and her whole Instagram explore page right now is bunnies. <laughs> I was like, how did that happen? She's like, I don't know. Other than that, my life's pretty chill at the moment. Want to see what's going on with you guys. As per usual, I posted on my Instagram story last night asking for questions for the pod. So let's see what you guys are up to, thinking about, wondering. But first, a word from today's sponsors. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with. And then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses, and sneezing. I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself. A new wellness brand, something to hop on, and let me tell you about Fleur Marche. They deliver simple, quality, and affordable wellness solutions. Founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically. These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Alexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R-E. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me and I'm on the verge of a menti B and I do not know why. 
then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, oh, got it, for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H dot com. And use the code Lexi for 15% off today. Someone wants me to explain my process of becoming an independent adult, please. Financial freedom is the only freedom. Make your money and then use that money to fund your life and you are free. Next question, any advice for a good relationship with food? I know this may be hard to answer. Food is one of the greatest luxuries and beauties that we have in this life. I love food. What I would say is treat yourself and your food with dignity. Display it in a way that honors not only the food but you. For example, instead of getting grapes at the grocery store and then eating them out of the bag, rinse them, take them off the stem, maybe cut them in half and add a little lime juice to it, or put them in the freezer and make them little, like little bite-sized popsicles. What are other ways to have a good relationship with food? I do believe I discussed this. I think I have an episode called My Relationship with Food, My Body, and Beauty. Also, sharing. Sharing helps your relationship with food, I would say. Um, For example, my friend and I are on a hike. We're in the car. We're not near food. I have one Go Macro bar in my bag. Splitting it in half and sharing it with my friend is going to fill me more than me eating the entire thing and them getting none. Shoe recommendations. Okay, one of my favorite slides right now is from Adidas, and they look like a croc, but they have the three stripes that Adidas is known for. They're the Adelet clogs. These are great for slipping on when you want to run and get the mail, grab a package, grab DoorDash, take out the trash. also wear them to Pilates because I'm in socks for those workouts and I don't need my shoes and it's just quick and easy. The next pair of shoes that I recommend, they should just be leather. You should have a pair of flat leather boots. I mean, they can have heels, but I'm just not talking about like going out shoes. You can wear them going out, but I think it's also really fun to wear with a jersey and a mini skirt. Or I wore some black riding boots out this weekend and I wore them with little adidas sport shorts and a blouse that felt very carrie bradshaw a mini dress i think dressing them in a less conventional way is more fun but i think they're a great great piece to have i also love kitten heels similarly if you want a ballet flat sure and then get ribbons different colored ribbons and then wrap them around your feet before you put in the ballet flat I did that to a picnic I wore what am I trying to say I did that on my way to a picnic and I got so many compliments a lot of clothing questions this week what did you do to switch up your closet organization any tips here are my two best organization tips eh three. First one I don't think there's a need to be a minimalist necessarily just know what you have and then give those things a place 
you don't want to be going to the store, shopping, and then coming home and realizing you just bought a black mini skirt when you already own one. That's so similar. Or going to the store and being like, damn, I need band-aids, and then you get home, use that band-aid, and you're cleaning out your bathroom and you realize that you have a giant 100 pack of band-aids. So just know what you have. That's step one. Step two, when it comes to organizing, rather than creating a new space for things, notice where you're naturally putting things. If you have a medicine cabinet, but you realize that oftentimes you just leave your medicine on your nightstand, why don't you keep your medicine in the drawer of your nightstand or create a basket to put underneath your nightstand that has your medicine in it? Instead of putting it in the kitchen and creating this spot when that's not naturally where you're taking it, follow where your subconscious tends to put things. Same thing, if you keep your makeup in your bathroom but you realize that you always do your makeup sitting on the floor in your bedroom, why don't you keep your makeup by the mirror in your bedroom? Or tuck it into the first drawer of your your dresser. And the third tip is when it comes to organizing your closet, the things that you're going to grab anyway, put those in drawers and the things that often get pushed back that you will never wear unless you see, have those hanging in your closet. For example, I had all of my sweatshirts and sweatpants and t-shirts on the shelves of my closet. I'm going to wear sweatpants. That's not something that if it's tucked in the back of my drawer, I'll forget I own. The way that that would happen with a, a certain blouse or a pair of pants, if it's in the back of the drawer, I might not be grabbing it. T-shirts, sweatpants, and sweatshirts are always going to be grabbed. Same thing with like underwear, socks, bras. Those are going to be grabbed, so hide that stuff away. I'm very out of sight, out of mind, so once I hung all of my pants on hangers, I'm wearing pants all the time. There were certain pants that have been in the drawer since I moved here that I haven't worn since moving to LA. Fast forward to a few weeks ago when I reorganized my closet, I've worn these pants three times. So to reiterate, know what you own, store what you own in a way that makes sense to what you're naturally doing, and three, display what you won't wear if it's out of sight. If you watch my last YouTube video that I posted, it's a life update of sorts, but in the middle of it, I show my closet that I've reorganized, so just go to that video and you can skim and you'll see how gorgeous it all looks. What I need to finish though is my accessories. I find it very hard to store jewelry and sunglasses in a functional way, so that's my, my final project for that. Next question, any fun trips coming up? Here's the thing. At the end of March, I sent in my passport to be renewed. I have some international trips coming up. The tickets have not been booked because my new passport has not arrived. So I'm trying to not allow myself to think about that yet. That was me knocking on wood that it arrives soon. Next question. <laughs> Someone said, I'm grumpy. What do I do? You gotta ride the wave. Ride the wave. It sucks. It sucks to be grumpy. Also, it sucks to be grumpy at such a young age. When I was feeling grumpy last week, I have a friend in particular that I always joke around in my head. This is an anti-joke that I have to myself that she's too young to be grumpy, but she's such a grump. Uh, and when I was feeling grumpy, I was feeling like her. Uh, you got to ride it out. I don't think I'm familiar enough with the experience to give too much advice on it 
that's all I have for right now. I really thought I was going to show up in that state today and be able to really explore it. But now I'm thinking back on it because I'm not in it. And it's hard to channel it. And to be honest, I'd rather not. A book that you really, really love. Well, I just read or listened to the Chelsea Handler book, Life Will Be the Death of Me. And I thought that was a really fantastic read. I adored it. She discusses grief. She loses her brother, who's her rock and her best friend. And the way in which she found herself coping and where that took her to later in life, I identified with a lot. And then I found the stories with her dogs very entertaining. Um, and just hearing a Southern person go, that was a hootenholler in my head. That's how I would describe it. It was, it was funny. It was enjoyable. I adored it. I've never read anything from her before. Uh, but not only do I recommend reading it, I recommend the audiobook. What music have you been listening to recently? I've been listening to a lot of Daniel Caesar's new album. I love it. I love his voice. He sounds like an angel. I also have been listening to a lot of Steely Dan. Editing Lexi and the new Lana album. I love the new Lana album. A&W, Peppers, Grandfather, Will You Please Stand on the Shoulders of My Father While He's Deep Sea Fishing, Kintsugi. I love them. Um, Let the Light In, Sweet fingertips paris texas obviously fishtail i mean the whole album basically minus the interludes this is an interesting question for me to answer when do you know you're ready to get back into dating after a breakup there's all these various theories you know it takes just as much time as the length of a relationship to get over the person it takes half the length of a relationship to get over the person and then there are people that swing from relationship to relationship without any breaks in between I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all theory. I have found that I needed many years after a breakup to even think about dating. When do you know you're ready? When it seems easy. When it doesn't seem so scary. And I'm going to elaborate. Because there is an element of getting out of your comfort zone that's required when dating, but I remember certain times a few years ago when I would go on dates, I was absolutely petrified to be going on a date. And I thought that that was just run-of-the-mill nerves. Now when I go on dates, you know, I get a little like, whew, before I go on it. But not the same way I was before, which has taught me that before I was not ready. Okay? A, a couple little flickers of butterflies, sure, but petrified is what I was. I wasn't nervous. I was petrified. And I wish I was able to go back and tell myself, there's no rush on this. You're going to feel ready to date soon enough. And I just thought kind of like whatever I was doing is what dating was. I was very much still healing and I didn't know that. Whereas, as I just said, when I go on dates now, it's, there are nerves, but a healthy amount of nerves. There was not a healthy amount of nerves. So, check yourself in that realm if you're on the verge of fainting before a date <laughs> maybe you're not ready and there's no problem with that because i can promise you i swear to the heavens above that you will be ready at some point next thing is when you have the time and space 
your your schedule allows for it, but your your mental space allows for it as well. And you're interested in getting to know someone because I've also had periods of time where I want the validation and I want the attention. I want someone to get to know me, but I don't necessarily care about them and that's selfish and unfair. So when you're interested in getting to know someone and and building something, we're just flirting. Not the most concrete answer, but something I'm interested in exploring at a later date. What's one book or reality you trade your own for for 24 hours? I used to always say I wanted to be Serena Vanderwoodson for, you know, a day. I'd want to be in the Gossip Girl realm. Maybe now I'd want to be Blair. You know what else? I'd love to be a man for a day. Sexually, I'm so jealous of men. I think the only thing that I would ever trade about being a woman is the experience of having sex. I think that sex is probably so much better for men. So maybe for 24 hours, I'd want to be a man. Like a hunk, a hottie of sorts. <laughs> favorite song of all time. Okay, of all time. A song that was a favorite in childhood that still reigns true today. Probably There She Goes by The Laws. Is in Parent Trap, honestly. The Parent Trap soundtrack. They're feel-good songs, but probably There She Goes. Or L is for the way. Is that by Nat King Cole? How do you edit your pictures and what camera do you use? If I go to my Instagram, all of my photos are either from the iPhone or if they're not, they're my old digital camera from middle school, just a little point-and-shoot camera, teeny. You probably have one in your attic, your basement. You probably have one in your childhood home. The way that it looks, the way that I'm sure a lot of you are talking about, like if you go to my last selfie, it says hi with a sun emoji and I'm at the beach. To get that, it was taken on a digital camera, an old one, but the setting was that I had the flash on in the day. So you have light coming from the front and the back and I think that that's the filter a lot of people are asking about because whenever I post photos from that camera, people ask, what is that? It's a cheap digital camera that I have the flash on. Lexi, what is the best way to get back into your social butterfly silly persona? If you're feeling a bit more reclusive, lean into it. If you're ready to leave that state and be a social butterfly or be a little bit more social, take a really simple step. Just invite a friend or two, no more than three, over and cook dinner. Share dinner with them on a weeknight. I think that's such an easy, fun way to socialize with little to no pressure. Couldn't even count on my hands how many times I've done that. I think it's fantastic. Oh, Tyra made me dinner last night. It was so good. It was these like garlic, honey, and herb, potatoes, and asparagus, and chicken. It was so delicious. Oh, so good. But yeah, we could totally invite like another friend over and have dinner with them. And suddenly it's, it's a social gathering, but super low pressure, super low maintenance. No need to hit the town and go wild and come home at 6 in the morning. You can totally start by having a friend or two over for dinner. What's a tattoo you hypothetically would want but would never get? Never say never, but I think sternum tattoos are so sexy. That's more probable than probably something like a sleeve or a big back tattoo. That's something I can never imagine myself getting is something really elaborate and 
large in size. I foresee my future of tattoos being little stickers on my arms, maybe something on my leg or my ankle or foot, but I don't foresee a giant image on my back or an elaborate sternum tattoo. I like collarbone tattoos too. I don't see that for myself. I don't know. The thing about my tattoos and future tattoos, I want it to be something that I think is cool now. Five years ago, I would have thought it was cool. Ten years ago, I would have thought it was cool. As a kid, I thought I would have thought it was cool. Because right now, the tattoos I have, old me would have liked all of them. Any version of the past. Given that track record, I'll ideally continue to feel that way. Because I do, a lot of times, trust my younger self with my current decisions. Dare I say younger Lexi had more wisdom than current Lexi does? So I'll have to reference her from time to time. But I just don't think I have the balls to get something gigantic. But do I think they're so hot? Yes. And it's also hot that someone was willing to just do it. Like, it, they visually are hot, but there's something attractive about someone having the courage to do that. Summer fashion trend you're most excited for. I want to be really mixing basketball shorts and blouses and boots or wearing jerseys with a little corduroy mini skirt. I want to be flirty and sporty this summer. I don't know if that's a trend, but it's where my head's at. Oh my gosh, someone said your skin in the latest Instagram post is unreal. Skin routine ASAP. I can give you the lowdown of what I do, but I think I'm also going to make a video for it for YouTube. In the morning, sometimes I'll rinse my face with water. I'm never washing it in the morning. But I have a little day serum, and then I put on sunscreen. So that's it. And then at night, I wash my makeup off. I don't double cleanse. I just wash my face and wash my makeup off at the same time. I don't know if this does anything, but I swear it does. I use an essence, which is essentially like a water with I don't know what in it. But I pat that on my face before I use any of my serums or moisturizers. And that helps everything sink in. And then I either do a serum and my night cream or I do tretinoin and my night cream or exfoliate and my night cream. But that's my skincare routine. My skin is looking fire right now. My skin's been looking fire for years, dare I say, because I've really nailed down this routine. Anyway, thank you is what I should have just said. I love this question. What are strange qualities or behaviors that you find attractive or endearing? I love when someone has a solo routine. For some reason, I'm thinking of this guy that I had a crush on growing up who was a swimmer, and before he would swim his races, he had this whole little, I don't know, ritual that he would do, and I found it so attractive, the the dedication to the steps, um, and that it didn't involve anyone else. Like, that was between him and him. I love, you know, I love when people have quirks, quirks, their little idiosyncrasies. I love when people respectfully invade my space. Like if I had food or something on my face, the friend or person that like licks their thumb and wipes it off, I, I know people probably hate that, but I find that so attractive and endearing. Or if someone saw that I had the tag sticking out of my clothes, that they folded it back in, or I had a hair on my shoulder and they pulled it off. Like someone that would be making adjustments on my physical body for the betterment of me. Does that make sense? 
I'm sure that pisses people off, but I love it. I love it. This is a good question. This is fun to think about. I don't know. Does anyone have anything that's coming to their head? What I might do is ask this question on Instagram and the next episode read responses. I feel like that was a good question to end on. Maybe you'll leave thinking about these random kind of strange qualities that you find endearing. If you like this episode, rate it five stars. Leave me a cute little review on the podcast app. I believe you can do it on Spotify now as well. I think you can leave comments on episodes on Spotify. So we should start doing that because that is one of the things about a podcast is that there's not that many. All the comments are often within my DMs on Instagram. And that would be cool to just have them directly on the episode. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And I will talk to you next week. Take care. XOXO. Lexi. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.